if you would love to support us, you can over on Kofi, K-O-F-I. Head on over and buy Rachel and I a cup of coffee to help us keep the podcast on the air. You can also join the VIP Royal community, which is £4 or roughly 6 bucks monthly. And for that, you get a Zoom call with Rachel and I every month and also an exclusive Facebook group. So come on over, K-O-F-I. The link is in the show notes. Grand fanfare welcome to our podcast, Keeping Up With The Windsors, dedicated to the royal family. Each episode will be crammed to the rafters with opinions, news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of Windsor. With your hosts and royal fangirls, Rachel Andrews and Michelle Thole. So grab yourself a cuppa, straighten up your tiara, shine your knighthood, round up your corgis and, and let's keep, keep up with, with the, the Windsors. Windsors. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Keeping Up with the Windsors. My name is Michelle. And I'm Rachel. And we have a very special Royal Community Spotlight episode for you today. I am really excited about speaking to Rebecca Victoria. Rach, how about you? Well, we've spoken about this before, Shell. A lot of our listeners want a royal style, a royal fashion episode. So that's exactly what you're going to get today, Royal Community. As Michelle said, we've got Rebecca Victoria, who has the Instagram account Royal Style Diary. And she also has a blog, which she's just rebranding. And so you're going to hear from her about her favourite outfits. And also, Shell, we talk about Diana, don't we? We do. We're going to be talking about the revenge dress. I think this was so important to talk about. You cannot talk about royal style and not talk about... The Diana's Revenge dress is just synonymous with that topic. Exactly. I mean, that's one of the first things that I think about when I think about royal fashion. We are answering some of your questions as well, Rach, because Rebecca, Victoria's followers, and also our followers, has asked us questions on our sticker on Instagram. And so we're going through these questions, answering them as we go. Like I say, having a really easy, breezy chat about royal fashion. You know me, I love royal fashion, so (laughs) I could talk about it all day long. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. As this is a royal fashion episode today, if you'd like to know more about the outfits that we speak about, we'll be posting those on our Instagram. We'll save it onto a highlight. So come on over to Keeping Up With The Windsor's pod and you can see all the outfits that we chat about today. So sit back, relax, grab yourself a cup of tea, get an Earl Grey going and let's have a chat with Rebecca Victoria. Let's talk royal style. Let's get to the nitty gritty of who's the best dressed. <laughs> what is royal style? And that revenge dress. So let's get to it. Welcome, Rebecca Victoria, to the podcast this week. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. I hope you guys notice my outfit. I love it. (laughs) We do. Tell the royal community what you're wearing right now. It's Amelia Wickstead, Kate Middleton inspired. Yeah. I love it. So it's an aqua blue, isn't it? Yeah, blue floral. And it has the belt. It has the whole thing. My shopping problem, Kate doesn't help with it like to say <laughs> when she like wears something and I'm like okay I gotta have it <laughs> yeah, you, you like to replicate then yes oh if I can afford it yeah depends so tell the royal community where you're coming in from so I'm detecting a New York accent right Yes, New York. Oh my gosh, excuse my accent, I by love the way. It. Your <laughs> accent is incredible. Honestly, yeah. I could listen to it all day. And oh. before we press record, I was speaking to Rebecca about my trip to New York. And I stay very close to where you live. So we had a little bit of a synergy there, which I absolutely love. Oh, I could just taste the New York pancakes right now. <laughs> I need some right oh now. 
I would ru- I would love to just teleport into your house right now. No, I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. So this episode today, we're going to be talking royal style, everything royal style. We've got so many questions. And Rebecca Victoria, your followers gave questions and ours did as well on Instagram. If you want to follow Rebecca Victoria, you can over on Royal Style Diary on Instagram. And you also have a blog, don't you? Yes. So it was the Royal Dress News, but I'm switching over to Royal Style Diary. I'm in Uh like a rebranding because before I was all style. And then I realized, you know what? I'm really just only talking about the royals. Let me just stick to this. So I switched everything over and and now it's just strictly royal style. So what got you interested in royal style and royal fashion in particular? I've always loved modest style, conservative style, that kind of thing. I don't really love a lot of the celebrities here. I'm not interested in the trendy things on the runway today is, I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit more, um, what's the word? Like a traditional. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I'd take a Kate Middleton coat dress over what's on the runway today. Like, So you're leaving the uh, biker shorts to someone else. (laughs) Yeah. Even if if we're talking about Diana, I would take the 80s Diana over the 90s Diana in a second. That's what got me into it. I I love their style, how they present themselves. I have this fight with a lot of people in my family, but they're not celebrities. Oh, we can have this chat, Rebecca. They are not celebrities. Yeah, so it's just, it's not like their clothing means more than just I'm wearing this dress. It's much more than just walking on the red carpet. Like there's much more meaning to it. It's so much more interesting than just your average celebrity. So is it fair to say, Rebecca, that you are rocking a coat dress down the streets of Manhattan? (laughs) Yeah, I would. If Catherine Walker, if she would give me a call, I'm down. (laughs) Yeah. You heard it here. Yes. I think that's what I love about royal fashion in particular is like you said, there is a story behind every piece that they wear and there is a meaning. And you really got to see that, especially with Queen Elizabeth II, with her clothing, with the colours that she used to wear. She used to be able to tell a story and that was fantastic. And I think in a way you see Catherine do that in her own way as well. Yeah. I mean, we just saw that on St. Patrick's Day, that teal blue coat dress was like so different from her prior years. Everyone was saying like, why teal? Like it's not green and why'd she do a little bit different, more brighter? And I think she like matched it to like part of the hat of the military. Yeah, it was the plume in the bearskin hat, wasn't it? Yeah, there's always something much more than just a teal coat dress. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. What has been the yeah. biggest change you've noticed then in her styles? I I would answer that with the good old power suit, right? For sure, the power suit. Yeah, I've read a lot like changed her look since Megan came into the fold and I I see that to some extent but also I think she's just trying to mature in her fashion because she was wearing a lot of frilly princessy dresses and now she's being way more sophisticated. Also after her 40th birthday we saw her do a lot more trousers a lot more solid so I think yeah not ditching the coat dress as a whole but lowering the hemlines for sure and yeah the power suit this past year way before she became Princess of Wales like she's worn tons of power suits and blazers and, and like sticking 
to a lot of go-tos, more custom-made things. I think her hair, she's changed her hair a few times too. Were you a fan of the fringe? She had some bangs, didn't she? Were you a fan of that or not? I, no, I don't think so. (laughs) See, I was, I was team fringe. Bring on the fringe. Honestly, she can't look bad in anything. I don't love the fringe, but obviously she still looks stunning with the fringe. Mm. I think it's interesting what you said, because I think style is something that naturally changes over time. Yeah. Like I probably wouldn't dress in my 20s the way I'm dressing now and maybe in 10 years time I'll dress in another way and I think that's just a natural style evolution to have but obviously she's doing it on the world stage so it's more noticeable yeah and everything has to be compared so whether it's oh she's being Diana maybe or if she being Megan but she's trying to just be herself in this new role It's interesting that you mentioned Diana because I do see that a lot as well, that there is a lot of comparisons. Do you think that intentionally Diana's style is copied or do you think it's just a coincidence? Definitely not coincidence. I think maybe sometimes a coincidence. I'm not going to say every single time, but I think most of the time it is. And in the royal sphere, a lot of people do get annoyed with it. You know, like let Kate be her own person, which I understand, but I don't see anything wrong with keeping her alive through her style. Because obviously we're never going to get Diana back, but if we can get just like a teeny bit of her, let it be through Kate or Megan, let it be through her daughters-in-law. Why not? I'm waiting for the sheep jumper. I was Bring just it on. about to say that. That's what I'd yeah. say. Bring on the sheep jumper. Yeah. <laughs> I know. There's a sheep jumper um, kids version. Put it on Charlotte or something. Like I would go nuts. Totally. They, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't bother me when the intentional Diana bringing her to life through her because she also spoke a lot through her clothes. I think it's actually nice. If that was my mother-in-law, I would be like, yes there's such a a lot of people get upset about it I don't know if you guys have noticed it too yeah I've definitely noticed it I I do think sometimes it it must be hard because if Megan or Catherine wear a certain color Diana's worn that before I don't think sometimes things are intentional for instance every single time that Catherine has had her children and she's left Lindo wing there's been comparisons to what Diana's worn and it's not her making those outfits it's a stylist picking those and I think in that way it is intentional yeah for sure that red Jenny Packham, you cannot see Diana in that. And when she came out with Louie in that red dress with the Peter Pan collar, sometimes it's a little bit of a, a reach. Okay, she's wearing a, a pink dress. Diana's worn a pink dress. It could just be coincidental. But most of the time, it's like you can't not see Diana in uh, Catherine or Meghan. Yeah, and exactly what you said earlier, Rebecca, about when Meghan entered the royal family. I actually do believe that Meghan brought this real sense of fresh air, this contemporary style to an institution that has its way. And I actually think Meghan did a lot of good for royal style. And I actually do believe that Catherine did have to up her game a little bit when Meghan came in. Yeah, I see it. Kate is being way more fashion forward and she's really shifting from the classic demurish kind of look that she was going for. Even at the BAFTAs, those gloves, it was jarring actually because I was like, this is not Kate. It didn't seem like her. Uh, I loved it. I thought she looked amazing. Yeah, I was going to say, is that a bad thing or not? Or did you like it? So I, I actually really loved it. I had to like sit with it for a little bit, but I did love it. 
of it. I thought that maybe she was trying a little bit too hard. It seemed like she wasn't being herself. I don't know. I I would go for the 2019 version. I think that was way more classic. Like the pearl earrings and the dress and the bun. It seemed way more of the Catherine that we know than, you know, the pop earrings, like the costume gold and the gloves and the hair. And so I did like it. I, I like that she put, takes risks. I think that was good. I think that's good for her to do and not stay so safe all the time. But there was also a part of me that was like, oh, is she trying too hard? I don't know. But what do you think? I was shocked that she would wear the same dress to the same events. So I was not loving that. I loved the styling. I thought it was great that she took a style chance. But yeah, for me, I'm just, I was a bit 50-50 on it because of the rewear. Yeah, I was expecting a rewear, but not a rewear from the same event. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with you on that. But like the trendiness, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't see her as trendy girl. I see her as classic so that's the thing. That's why I was like, not that she didn't look amazing. She did. See, I'm fighting. I'm fighting for the trendy to come out in her. Yeah. I'm fighting for that just cutting edge of taking yeah. royal style into 2023 mm-hmm. rather than staying back in the ages. I'm fighting the Tommy Lassels, the, yeah, <laughs> you know, the bird, okay. the wasp, whatever. I see that. That's so funny because if Catherine came to the coronation in a dress that the queen wore in like the 50s, like I would love that but I know that so many people would be like are you joking (laughs) you know what I mean because Princess Beatrice's wedding dress when she upcycled the Queen's I think it was Norman Norman Hartnell yeah yeah that was really I love that so much so I think that I'm like a little bit of the opposite I'm the opposite I want to go the opposite and I think you and Rachel wanted to go back yeah I'm like (laughs) you Rebecca I'm a traditionalist so I would love for I don't know particularly if I'd want to see her wearing something that the Queen wore because I think there would be too many comparisons then but I've got a feeling that she'll be wearing Jenny Packham that's my gut feeling to the coronation. I was thinking McQueen bringing back a full circle, like a big McQueen moment from her wedding, because I think that after the BAFTAs, she came out in a very subtle outfit, like just a, a repeat, like that Max and Co repeat jacket, and navy separates, very clean and simple. And a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, this is so boring. But we just had a huge style like show-stopping thing the night before I and I think that when she does wear something that's boring wasn't first of all what I to me it wasn't boring I, I was gonna it was, say I didn't find yeah. it boring at all I just thought it was yeah. classic yeah. yeah I loved it I thought it was nice and I like I love camel and navy together I thought it looked great and I'm noticing a lot of her jewelry is changing a lot She's veering towards a lot of costume jewelry. The Solace London dress that she wore, the lime green, that was that was a big moment. And I'd take that over the BAFTAs any day. Um, yeah, I would as well. Yeah. And that choker was just spot yeah. on with it. The dress was very modern, fashion forward, like with the neon. And then the necklace was, I'm bringing a Diana 
something from the past into my outfit. And then her hair and makeup was very modern. So it was like the best of both worlds, which I loved. Like that, that was perfect. I don't, I think 10 years ago, I don't think she would ever wear something so neon. And also figure hugging. And figure hugging and off the shoulder. It adds everything, didn't it? But it was still royal as well. That is a better example of a modern, but at the same time, classic. Because the silhouette was classic. The color wasn't, the jewelry wasn't, and her hair and makeup. I've never seen her with that much eyeshadow before and like eyeliner, you know, and the hair was stunning. So when talking about style evolution, Princess Beatrice, she's having a renaissance because when we think of Beatrice and we think of her past fashion, immediately I think what everybody comes to mind is her at William Catherine's wedding with that massive Philip Tracy hat. Yeah, and I think we need to get over it. And at Ascot this past year, she wore, I think every single day she wore something great. I tell you one thing I loved about Beatrice was the Sandringham walk this year. I thought she looked spectacular. Yeah, Wasn't it? That was incredible. Um, going back to the fascinator that Beatrice was wearing at William and Catherine's wedding, she actually raised £91,000 donating that hat and those proceeds went between the United Nations Children's Fund and the Children in Crisis. Oh, I never wow. knew that. Although she was mocked, she actually made that and turns it into a really good thing to benefit a lot of people. That is amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. And that's why I say enough with the marking. And I think they marked Eugenie too. Yeah. I got very into her. Her wedding dress was one of my favorites. It was just stunning. And she also had her own evolution because I think at William and Catherine's wedding, she was also pretty trashed in the media. So I, both of them. I've said it's, it's no secret on the podcast that Eugenie's wedding dress is one of my favorite looks absolutely loved it however what also was my favorite look was her wedding evening gown from Zach Pose and that was absolutely spectacular it had lots of concertina detailing maybe at the top like ruching I'm not quite sure what the technical term would be but it was I don't think it was beige what was it like a peachy color what was it it was like champagne yeah champagne yeah it was beautiful then it suede it was like perfect for her silhouette I wish we got more pictures more videos something I loved it much more than any other reception party dress I think that's what you find with the wedding reception dresses is it's like Megan's I actually preferred her reception dress over her actual wedding dress oh my god I'm the opposite (laughs) I preferred her her wedding dress because way before this was obviously before we started the podcast I remember Michelle and I we was on a call after the wedding and I said to Michelle oh her dress was so boring to me I just didn't like it there was just not enough detail in it for me I get that it was a classic it was quite a simple look and she looked beautiful but I just thought her evening dress was stunning on her yeah I woke up at three o'clock in the morning to watch it and when she came out of the car in the dress I could promise you my mother it was as if she was watching her own daughter oh really (laughs) such a moment I think it was the veil that put it over the top I think the tiara that she chose it really complemented everything the dress was just so classic you went to Windsor to actually see Megan's wedding dress what was it like yes I have to tell you it was teeny 
it's and I only see them on TV. I was just so surprised because when I saw Harry's uniform, I was like, okay, what? It just looked like an average, like big guy uniform. And we know Harry's tall, and I know Megan is like short. But when I see her on TV, I don't ever think, oh my god, she's really that small. But when I saw this dress in person, I was like, oh my god, it really. And I'm 5'7", and I if I put that on, it would be like mini dress on. <laughs> I think that's what you see when you see the wedding dresses, because that's what happened when Michelle and I went to see Beatrice's wedding dress at Windsor. And it's not until you get up close that you can really see all the little details that you can't see in photos and you can't see on the television. And that was obviously a queen rewear and upscale as you said earlier my favorite wedding dresses mine's Catherine's and then it would probably be Beatrice's yeah Beatrice's was and it was such a pleasant surprise I was waiting for a big grand something and I know it was in COVID so I know that it was already gonna be under wraps but I still was expecting something new and then when she wore that and it took it away from these are like characters and they're royals and they're like public figures and wherever she's wearing her grandmother's dress it's a real nod to her isn't it like yeah, yeah it's so sweet if i was gonna wear my grandma's dress it would be like amazing yeah so to us it's oh my god the queen and like Catherine and whatever but they're real people with real families so. yeah <laughs> yeah i can't even picture that moment of her being like oh grandma can i borrow a dress well talking of the queen we definitely obviously over the years saw you know a evolution a shift from what she was wearing in the 60s right up until her last years can you talk a bit about her style throughout the years so I can't get enough of her 50s 60s looks and <laughs> I know I've, I've made that clear that I'm I'm a traditionalist and I love that look I love her and she did do the coat dress a lot of her like little florals and those kinds of dresses those were all like Angela Kelly things that she picked out or made but if we're going back to when she was just becoming the queen and those big gowns and I can't get enough of those like big ball gowns because that was like the real royal splendor you know I miss those days <laughs> where you could wear a tiara to a, like a normal engagement yeah exactly <laughs> royal engagements today are trousers and a coat and back then it was a royal engagement was like a tiara and a dress and a little cape yeah that's what I want I think that's why as a royal community we do get excited when we see the royal ladies wearing these pieces of jewellery such as tiaras because we only really get to see tiaras at state banquets now and so the other year when Catherine wore two different tiaras only weeks apart that for the royal community we were screaming inside because it was like yes finally because like you said back in the day if the queen would have gone to a film premiere or she would have gone to the ballet or the opera it would have been a tiara it would have been opera gloves it would have been a big ball gown and we don't get that anymore so to see these pieces it's absolutely incredible yeah and I remember pictures of this dress and it's one of my favorites the one that when they had JFK and Jackie come to visit and it was just like such a stark difference in style of the queen versus Jackie because she's wearing such a of the time and the queen is wearing so much jewels so much this so much that and it's just such a stark difference and that dress and the tool and everything I just love that I miss that even Prince Philip also like always a bow tie always looking dapper and perfect that's a very good point actually the men's style when it comes to royals because obviously we know that they're going to wear a suit or a dicky bow 
or they got their, you know, their morning suit. It's like a capsule wardrobe for a man, really, isn't it? I tell you, seeing the king's tailoring with my own eyes the other week when we met him in Milton Keynes. Oh my God. I know. I'm so jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I have to say, I've never seen tailoring so impeccable. He makes his suits look effortless. I don't know whether that sounds really silly or not, but on pictures, it looks like he's just wearing a suit. But when you see him in real life, there's just such a real attention to detail. And the colours as well that they choose for Charles really brings his eyes out and his complexion. And I think that's a question I'd like to ask you, actually, because the Queen, she would have worn different coloured suits and coat dresses and being very vibrant. We also know that certain colours don't work on everybody. So royals, you have to be able to wear every single colour. That's got to be hard, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, the Queen has literally worn every single colour under the rainbow and the hat is matching and she always has her little purse with her which is my favorite thing and I miss it so much oh yeah with a marmalade sandwich sandwich. yeah yeah Yeah, I know it's so sad like I want Camilla to walk around with a purse everywhere but talking of Camilla what do you think of Camilla's style okay there's one dress in particular that I thought she looked amazing at is it the same as what we thought I was gonna say the bomb career dress yeah That's what I was in. She looked amazing. It was such a good pick for an older lady. And her hair looked great. Her makeup looked great. I think that she needs more of those dresses. The silhouette was perfect. It was A-line. It was just, it looked amazing on her. And I'm excited to see what's in store for the coronation. Maybe blue's her color. Yeah, uh, that's possible. I don't think that she can do what the queen did and wear every single color. But um, she's been rocking a lot of I think as well, there's a very different style approach when it comes to the partner of the monarch versus the monarch. And also when the queen, she would have worn, like you say, every colour under the sun because she needs to be seen. Actually, Camilla needs to be second in line. Right. So having more muted tones highlights that the king is there. It's a very fine line, isn't it? Being a stylist of a royal. Yes. It's like you can shine, but not enough to dim the light of the monarch. (laughs) So it's hard, isn't it? Yeah. As you were saying before on the tailoring of Charles's suit, I'm really not surprised because I feel like he's always looked, even in the Diana years, he's always looked very, very put together. And he's handed that over to his sons because William and Harry are perfect. Whether it's a suit or they're going to a polo match. Last summer, they both had different polo matches. I mean, one was in California and one is in Windsor, but both of them are so put together. And I don't even really follow men's fashion, but I see what you mean in, in the fact that the suiting is really streamlined and really tailored. It makes so much sense. Well, I always say bring back a pocket square. Yeah. <laughs> I love a pocket oh. square. Ah. Yes. <laughs> I love a morning coat and I wish I could get my fiance to, to wear that. <laughs> <laughs> And a top hat, a top hat. Oh, I love it. A top hat, just walking around town. I'm like, can you please like wear a top hat? And he's like, what is wrong with you? You get him to wear a top hat and tails to your wedding. Yes, I'm dying for that. But it's not going to happen, but I wish. I think what's interesting about the men's fashion, particularly when you're talking about William and Harry, is a few years ago, William was on BBC Radio 1 with Catherine. And the interviewer actually said, do you ever, you know, just when you're at 
home when you're watching TV, just put your like your sweatpants on. And he was like, mm, not really sweatpants. And the interviewer yeah. said, well, you're a corduroy guy, aren't you? <laughs> I could just imagine him wearing his sitting down wearing his corduroy. Yes. Oh my gosh. I cannot <laughs> picture how they look at home. I think it's yoga pants. I think yoga pants because she's on the Peloton all the time. Yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's but like is there yeah. such thing as chilling, hanging out, you know, like Yeah. Well we do, but I don't <laughs> think the Royals yeah. do. It's like when Mike Tindall was an Irish celebrity, someone said to him, When you're in Buckingham Palace, do you have to be dressed up? And he was like, No, I just go around in my jeans and a t shirt. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> jeans. That's okay. Jeans I could see. Like will uh, mm. will William and Harry, I feel like we've seen them in jeans, but sweatpants, I'd be like, oh my gosh. Love it. I'm going to take it in a completely different direction. Okay. Let's talk Diana, yes. Princess of Wales. Let's talk the revenge dress. Here we go. Oh my gosh. Because this is part of royal history. It is seared in people's minds. The revenge dress. We've got Prince Charles at the time talking about their relationship on television. And then all of a sudden, Diana just pops yes. out of this car and she's in this revenge dress. Wow. What a moment. That was, I, I can't even imagine what it was like for her to mm. zip that dress up and walk out of the car. It looked like she didn't even care hair it was a moment yeah, it was such the such choker. a choker yeah the choker oh my god the choker i wish we can see that choker again i i, I said the yeah. other week that i'd love to see Catherine in that choker i would love to see that but i think it's interesting we were talking about the queen and she used to wear outfits and she would speak for her clothes and i think that's exactly what diana did with that dress yes of course, yeah. Because like you said, Shell, Charles was coming out admitting to his affair with Camilla on TV and she comes out and she looks like a bombshell and it's very much a departure from what we had seen because it was very figure-hugging. It was it was black and back then as a royal, you couldn't wear black unless she was in mourning. It was really defiant, wasn't it? It was a defiant moment yes. for her. Also the fact like it was low cut, short, like it was her legs from like top to bottom was perfect. And it was just such a powerful moment. She didn't have to say anything and it was just a massive statement. I tell you the one thing I love the most when I watch back that video of when she gets out of the car is actually how the people who are lined up to meet her react. They're like... Oh my god, like yeah. we're oh. meeting Diana, but also she looks amazing. Yeah. Um, act normal, act normal, act I normal. Know. <laughs> and like she always looked amazing coming out of the car, but this was just such a different type of amazing. It was like two fingers to the world. This is me. I don't care about what's going on there. Yeah. Look what he's missed kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think there is sometimes controversies with what the Royals wear, isn't there? Because I remember when we had the first public outing of Meghan and Harry and Meghan was wearing ripped jeans and it was this big hoo-ha that she was wearing ripped jeans. Yeah. (laughs) It was one of those moments. It was like, but she's in a casual setting. She's not on an official engagement. She's with her boyfriend it, to me, it wasn't a big deal, but I could see it if at the time she was a royal and she was coming out wearing that outfit because we also had, back in the day, talking of Diana, was that iconic shot of her when she was working at a nursery and her skirt was see-through and it was like, oh, you could see the out, the outline of her legs. It was made such a big deal by the media. Yeah, and I think she didn't know that she was giving the paparazzi exactly what they wanted. 
But yeah. for Megan, it was just her boyfriend at the time. Like there was no reason for that to be a frenzy. And I think Megan pulls off that off-duty look to precision. I think Megan's style overall is quite what I would consider American, where it mm-hmm. is classic lines. It is normally just like a color block of color. She does tend to gravitate towards the same designers, just like Catherine does. And you don't really see her depart too much from her personal style, even when she was a working royal. Yeah, there was one outfit that really struck out to me was the green Amelia Wickstead from Commonwealth Day. I thought that was really just a show-stopping moment. And the way that Harry's lining of his jacket was also emerald green. Circling back to what I said before about how like royals, they're talking with their clothing, basically, Mm. because... Harry's jacket they didn't know that the wind was going to blow it out but like still it just made such a statement and it was like like they're unified in their next stage of their lives aren't they yeah exactly that was her last engagement as a working member of the royal family wasn't it yeah I think it was like part of her like farewell tour because she wore three amazing outfits the Victoria Beckham uh, sheath dress which was vibrant blue and we got that amazing like umbrella picture honestly that's my favorite picture of Meghan and Harry I absolutely loved it yeah it's stunning yeah I thought she just looked great in the ponytail everything about it and then after that she had the red gown the sapphire it's the one she wore to the um Royal Albert Hall isn't it yeah it was like the Mountbatten Awards or something okay so we've got some quickfire questions and the first one is what we get asked all the time and I'm sure royal community you probably know our answers by now but what is your favorite Catherine look okay I think I'm gonna have to go with the Christmas carol service Catherine Walker red coat dress with the little bow nice that's that's one of my favorites I loved it Rach what's yours Jenny Packham gold dress at the James Bond premiere and (laughs) I'm the same and I always have a little um, honorable mention for the wedding dress but it's definitely Jenny Packham for me I'm so boring (laughs) with my choice yeah Yeah. I just love her in red yeah okay so this is a yes or no question are Kate's coat dresses over Rebecca what do you think yes unfortunately (laughs) Rachel yeah No, they'll come out for church services, which we'll have a couple in every year. So I don't think they're over. No. And I'm on the fence because I want to see something different. But I agree with Rachel in the sense that she can't get rid of it. It's part of the actual wardrobe of being a royal. But I'm over it. So I'm with you, Rebecca. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> well, I'm with you in, in that I want it to change, but I don't want to see it go. Right. Another one. Diana's wedding dress. Yes or no? Yes. Because it's Diana and you can't say no to her. (laughs) Okay, my answer is no. I've seen that bad boy up close. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anything that's got a fruit basket on is a no (laughs) for me. And Diana's wedding dress is that. And it's a big fat no for me. Thank you. I know. I'm sorry. I can't say no. I'm sorry. I just can't. (laughs) As we've said before, it's a uh, crumpled piece of mess. mess. What else have we got? Okay. Top look from Diana. Mine's the sheep jumper just because she's from she's the she was the princess of wales and in wales we love sheep and she was representing so i'm going with the sheep jumper one of my favorite looks is a look she wore to wimbledon which was a moschino and it is very reminiscent of an outfit that Catherine's worn recently it was a checkered red and purple jacket i absolutely loved it i'm gonna go with something fancy okay the australia tour pink victor anderson gown and she had 
had the stunning sapphire necklace on the Spencer Tiara. One of my favorites. Nice. One of my favorite gowns. Yeah. And now thinking of exactly what you just said, Rebecca. Now thinking yeah. about it, I loved it when she danced with John Travolta. Oh, whatever yeah. that gown oh, was. I love that gown. That was also Victor Edelstein. Yes, that was, was it gorgeous. Really? Oh, yes. there we go. Favorite Tiara. I really love the um, the lovers not Tiara. I don't know. That's, that's, just, that's my favorite. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I love them all, the diamonds. Who doesn't love them? <laughs> uh, my favorite is the Emerald Kokoshni act that Princess usually oh, wore at her wedding. Gosh, that's gorgeous. But I love the Cartier Halo tiara. And if I had a choice of any of them to wear myself, it would be the Cartier Halo. I would love to see one that hasn't been out in like years and years, like something. Here, here. We yeah. need something new. Bring we it need on. something like something from the 20s. I want Camilla to go in that vault and start giving tiaras out like <laughs> Oprah. Yes. Our cars. Just yes. go, go. You get a tiara and you get a tiara. We need that. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. Not that I don't love the ones that we've seen, but we need new. We do. Yeah. I've got a question for you all. Something in Catherine's closet that you do not like. Anything Alessandra Rich. The end of the Caribbean tour, that that yellow The yellow one shell that we hated. <laughs> and then there was another dress. It was like a houndstooth red plaid drop waist. She went to the uh, Fabergé exhibition at the V&A, didn't she? Yes. Rach, what's yours? Mine would probably be that you'd saying the yellow Alessandra Rich. That's the one that came into my mind. Yeah, yeah, it's got to go. For me, that's probably one of my worst looks on Catherine. And that's hard to say because Catherine looks amazing amazing and yeah. everything right even the alexander rich even though i hate yeah. it she looked amazing so amazing it's not exactly fair. i know well yeah. mm. i i read that in her lifetime charlotte will generate three billion pounds towards the british economy wow three billion oh my god not million billion wow if she wears something to the coronation something that the queen wore to her father's coronation I would just die. I think that would be the <laughs> cutest thing ever if George and Charlotte wear something like that with those little robes. I don't know. And uh, the little like crown, that would be the cutest thing ever. Let's stay on the coronation for a bit then because we're going to see something that is, you know, in our lifetime have never really been witnessed before. We'll be seeing it with our own eyes. It's going to be quite an occasion. However, it's going to be a very traditional ceremony in 2023. Do you think they're going to change very much about the royal style or do you think it's going to be the homage i think that they will change a little bit i think there'll be a little bit of both i think you're going to have the main players you're going to have obviously the Waleses and the king and the queen consort i think back when the queen had her coronation you would have had all these lords and ladies and they would have been in regalia and evening dresses and tiaras and i don't see that happening for everyone i only see that happening for the main players as such yeah i i, I think it'll be scaled down yeah and i think that's how it's going to be stripped back i don't get me wrong i would love to see Zara, Beatrice, Eugenie. I would love to see them all in tiaras, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't see it. I tell you what, though, there's someone in the yeah. world right now who knows the answer. There are some people <laughs> yes. working on it right I now know. who know exactly yes. what the look's going to be. How exciting! Well, we've only got a few months now till we find out, which is absolutely crazy thinking it about is. it. I know, yeah. I'm crazy. It's so weird because like this time last year, I was like, so excited counting down for the platinum jubilee and now it's like oh my gosh yeah just before we go i wanted to make this point that when king charles became king his look 
I feel changed quite dramatically, especially that amazing suit during the proclamation. And I just wonder whether during the coronation, he is going to pull out something we've never seen before. And we will be so floored by the way King Charles looks on that day. So I am there for King Charles more than I'm there for anybody else. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. If he brings out something that's like, oh my God, you can't take your eyes off of it. And I think that he will be. If I had to bet yeah. money, it would be that because he can't just show up in a regular suit and call it a day. No, that, that you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Royal Cooney, I literally just got chills as I was saying that. Yeah. I was just thinking, oh my gosh, like, what is he going to be wearing? Because it's true, because we have seen the um, social media posts when they're posting about previous coronations and it has been kings that have been the monarch. It's interesting how you see that change, but it doesn't change. So yeah. is he going to go completely modern and he's just going to have the cape and obviously the crown and that's going to be it or is he going to go like you said shell completely left field and produce something where we're all like hang on a minute let's not even look at the ladies right now because the king yeah, yeah. he is bringing it maybe he'll do a change in the middle oh my goodness <laughs> yeah. like a share concert bring yeah. it on who knows yeah. But I tell you what, I would be loving it if you brought those little tights, just like they did in the <laughs> 19th to 18th century. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Yeah, bring it on. We need something completely left field. It's not going to be a queen for a while. So we're going to have yeah. to, they're going to have to step up the men's fashion. Yeah. yeah. You know, we made that point earlier about when you are in the presence of the monarch, you can't outshine the monarch. So it's got to be difficult, I think, to have all these amazing people around him, but for him to be the vocal point. So maybe they will go very plain with the, uh, the ladies around him. So fair enough, it's going to have jewels and things like that, but not just wow. Do you know what I mean? Kind of yeah. like a little bit more understated. That makes sense because I was always thinking oh my god what is Catherine going to wear it's going to be like oh it's going to be an amazing thing but now that you say that if she wears something so extravagant it's going to make mm. every single headline well royal community only time will tell <laughs> yeah. yeah I know I know yeah. and yeah I wish I was like there <laughs> you'll be there in spirit you can yes. live through us we will tell you everything don't yes. you worry I know I know yes Thank you so much for being part of our podcast, our Royal Community Spotlight episode. It's so amazing to talk to you and just have a little chat about style because it's such a broad topic, isn't it? But it's it actually means a lot to us all. So thank you so much for sharing your expertise yes, with us. Of course. Rebecca, tell the Royal Community where they can find you over on Instagram. I'm at Royal Style Diary. My blog will be coming soon, so stay tuned for that. So your blog's going to be Royal Style Diary as well, isn't it? Yes, it will be called Royal Style Diary. Right now, I'm at Royal Style Diary on Instagram and I'm every day posting literally every single outfit under the sun, anything. Well, you need to get some posting some men's outfits now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have to. I have to. <laughs> Thank you so much to Rebecca Victoria, Royal Style Diary over on Instagram for being part of our Royal Community Scholar episodes. We love bringing you these episodes, Royal Community. Yeah, and it was a topic that you'd asked us to chat about. And to be honest, Rach, it seems like we've got so many more questions left over. We might need to do a follow-up, right? Mm, so stay tuned, Royal Community. <laughs> Absolutely. Honestly, so many questions. Thank you, Rebecca Victoria, for your time. 
I loved hearing Rebecca's New York accent. I could hear that all day. I just loved it. <laughs> Raw community, thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week for our normal scheduling. I will be back from a holiday. And uh, yeah, we'll be catching up with whatever coronation news is coming up because I'm sure there's going to be plenty. So if you want to go and follow Rebecca's Instagram, you can. We'll pop that in the link. And also check out our Instagram at Keeping Up The Windsor's Pod because we'll be posting stories about the outfits that we've spoken about on today's episode. Amazing. If you would love to rate and review our podcast, you can over on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Podbean. We've also got polls and interactions on Spotify now. Did you know this, Rach? I know this is a new feature, isn't it? It is. So come on over and I will put a question up and you can answer the poll. If you'd love to support Show and I, you can on Kofi, K-O-F-I. The link is in the show notes. You could buy us a cup of coffee. It's four pounds or six bucks. And if you become part of the VIP Royal community, we also have a monthly Zoom call and we have a private Facebook group. So we'd love to see you there. Amazing. If you'd like to know more about Rachel and I, you can email us, keepingupwiththewindsispod at gmail.com. And Royal Community, did you know we have a YouTube channel called Keeping Up With The Windsors. Head on over there. There's lots of royal videos all about our visits to the palaces and our vlogs at special occasions such as the Order of the Garter, the Platinum Jubilee. We've got tons on there. So head on over and subscribe. Thank you so much as always for listening. We'll see you next week on Keeping, Keeping Up With The Windsors. Windsors.